how do you become part of the 25% of the population that knows their true passion and are on their way to master it? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your ongoing dose of finding your passion, learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you... Well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur, or maybe you're one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart. Just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. That's why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable advice, tips and steps designed to help you level up your game in business as in life because as we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day now as usual before we kick this off uh, i know you're getting value from this podcast i just i feel you are right and i really hope you're nodding in yeah I've gotten a few valuable tips, and if you have, please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. While you're there, drop us a five-star rating, right? Just hit that little fifth star right there, and it'll light up, and then go on down there and take a couple of seconds, write some kind words in the reviews, ask some questions, heck, leave some comments of uh, suggestions, topics you'd like us to cover, folks you think we should interview. The the real key here is these subscribes, these ratings and reviews. They tell the podcast platforms out there that you are getting value. You want to keep hearing more of it. And they lift us a little bit up in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So if you are getting that value, and I know you are, right? Yeah. Okay. Please take a moment, show the love and help spread the words. I appreciate you. I want to start this episode off with a definition. And I know in the title here, we're talking about mastering entrepreneurial skill or skills, maybe. And I went and looked up the definition of mastery, right? Mastery is a noun, right? Which we, duh, we all know that. But uh, definition number one here, a comprehensive knowledge or skill in a subject or accomplishment. And number two is control or superiority over someone or something. You know, and to get a comprehensive knowledge... In a skill, go take a little time, right? You're going to have to grind it out. And grind it out, my friends, means a little effort and some desire. And here's the cool thing about that, right? What do they say? 10,000 hours makes you an expert. You know, the expert status comes with a payoff. And I know I've watched and studied and read studies um, across varying fields uh, during my time on this big blue spinning globe that we're on and have come to realize there's actually a formula for achieving success. I know, I know you weren't expecting this one. This is a little gift to you. And the formula is really easy. Practice plus effort equals skill, right? Now you've got the skill. Now you take skill plus effort, and that equals achievement. 
There you are. And that's how you do it, right? Simple. <laughs> I know. Duh, Tracy. I already knew that. But let, let's take a minute and break this down. I'll give you an example. Way back in my late teens, early 20s, I may have told this story maybe once or twice. Uh, I used to like teaching martial arts to the kids on the block. And uh, I was one of the oldest uh, males uh, on the block, oldest boys. And we used to, uh, the three of us older boys all loved martial arts, huge martial arts fans. We're talking about the late seventies, uh, early to mid eighties here where, you know, every Saturday afternoon would have those B rated, uh, um, overseas movies with the dubbing and the flying ninjas and all kinds of craziness, you know, so we, as kids, we'd get out there and we'd be doing fight scenes. And, uh, I, you know, some of us were actually trained in some martial arts tactics, so we started teaching the kids and we found uh, the best way to teach these kids uh, was turning it into a fight scene and then teaching them the, the routines through that. And what I found in this is that I could take two of the uh, other boys on the block, we'll just call them uh, Joe and George, right? Now you could take Joe and say, okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you to practice this movement followed by that movement followed by that movement. And you take George and teach him the exact same thing, right? And say, now when we do our scene next week, you're going to be using those movements. So you got to be really good at them because they're, you know, and, and you show them why they're doing them. And they're like, okay, I get it. And let's say Joe practices his thing for four hours, um, you know, once, uh, I know, maybe every third day, right? So he gets to practice it twice as the week goes by. But George, George is a grinder, man. George is out there practicing for an hour. And then he'll go in and eat dinner and he'll be in his room and he'll be practicing it for another hour. And the next day, gets up in the morning before he goes to school and he's practicing for another hour. Who do you think is going to be better by the time the following weekend comes around and we're ready to film that scene? Yeah, George right? Joe is going to have it. He's going to be good because he practiced it a few times. He's got it down. George, man. And here's the other piece of that. Let's say Joe was had the more natural um, athletic skills for, say, this martial arts thing, right? He would be outdone by George's hustle because he was dedicated to push himself to get there. I want to be the best. I want to learn more. I want to, maybe even just because he wants to impress the older boys. Who knows? Maybe he just wants to look good on film. Who knows? Maybe it's just part of who he is. He's becoming the best little martial arts dude he can be because of that hustle. So if you take that, go back to that formula, grinding it out, right? Get out there and executing his little katas, let's call them, his little movements with intensity, right? Uh, over and over and over again, faster and, and, and more often than anyone else will give him that high level achievement and he'll become very proficient. The same thing applies to any of the entrepreneurial skills that you are going after. You're going to have to go at it. You're going to have to repeat it over and over and over again, uh, more often than anyone else wants to, to reach that next level of skill. And then guess what? You're going to have to repeat the process. See, for me, I think that's the reason that some folks attain greatness and others just perform 
mediocre, right? It's because and, and maybe the person that's performing mediocre has a God-given talent and they're taking it for granted so they don't push themselves harder. But the other person that's, that's striving for greatness and is going after it and achieves it has that passion followed by that dedication, that tenacity. Ooh, those are the differentiators. So if we go back to that formula, practice plus effort equals skill. Skill plus effort equals achievement, right? So in both of those scenarios, effort is in there. And I think effort can also be um, passion, right? But passion alone is not enough. Passion is a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong. I love passion, right? Passion is a powerful thing. If you dream it, you can be it, as the saying goes. However, what it's going to take for you to realize your dream and committing to all that necessary effort, yeah, that's critical. And not everyone out there is willing to do that. They're not willing to put their nose to the grindstone. To uh, And if they are, here's what happens. They get up, they start taking that first step. And they're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. They take that next step. And oh, yeah, this is going pretty good. And they take that next step. Something trips them. They stumble. They bumble. They fall. They face plant. Some don't get back up. Some do get back up. And then they go back to where they were. They're like, well, that was messed up. I'm not going that way anymore. And what they don't realize is they were one stand up, dust off and step away from the very success that they were looking for. This, my friend, is why the masters never stop practicing. They go after it. They're going after it harder and faster. And here's the other piece of that when you're when you're taking that first step, right? You're building some momentum. You take that next step. That momentum continues and it moves you to the third step. Then they, you stumble, you bumble, you fall, you face plant, like I always say, and you stand up. The momentum is still there. You just got to take the step. You got to go past that fear. You got to take that next step. It takes a great deal of energy to create the step. Now you've got the step. Keep moving it forward. I think sometimes it's that fear of losing that momentum, losing that motivation that drives some of those high-performing folks out there to be vigilant and continue to pursue uh, their current opportunity as well as that next one. All right, so let's get to the reason you're here, those eight magic steps or tips when it comes to honing your entrepreneurial skill or even mastering it. Number one, pick your skill wisely whatever skill it is you're going after that you want to hone you want to make that razor sharp mastery is going to require a lot of intensity so dividing your attention amongst various skills or projects or pursuits is going to do only one thing it's going to slow your ass down so steer away from being that that jack of all trades and a master of none pick one and go after it and in going after it Tip number two, you're going to have to commit to your goal. Here's the thing, mastery, it's, it's a long-term play, right? And it's really one that never ends because mastery is a process of being a lifelong learner. You're going to get to that expert status and there's going to be new things to learn. So you don't want to quit or, or uh, I don't know, 
here's the thing you're gonna as you get to it various levels you're gonna feel these plateaus and you're gonna think all right i'm i'm good right here no 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 you want to keep pushing yourself or you're going to reach a challenge right where you're like okay i i i'm i'm good at this level no no again no 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 you want to keep pushing yourself you're going after that mastery so mastery is going to require that steadfast long haul long-term perspective and long-term learning however number three Learning also needs you to get to doing. There are so many folks out there that want to perfect their craft and they're learning all the things so that they can, but then they don't do shit with that knowledge. Become the master, right? Becoming a master, becoming uh, the master of whatever entrepreneurial your skill that you're going after requires learning and action and excuse me and action and action with intensity remember joe and george right joe he was taking some action but george man he was going after it with intensity right you're you're not going to become the master of your skill with wishful thinking you're going to have to practice learn practice learn practice over and over again and sometimes you're going to have a blind spot that you can't see even with all your learning and it could be book learning it could be course learning i think one of the greatest learning tools you'll ever have will be a coach it's critical to have a great coach and a great coach is one that complements you and pushes you right it should be someone who has been in your shoes and made it through you know maybe they're Two steps, 10 steps, 100 steps ahead of you. Ideally, um, they're, again, they've been in your shoes so that you can see yourself following in their quote unquote footsteps. And they should inspire you to be successful and they should push you to do that. And they can offer you that mentorship and that navigation throughout your skill progression. And, and here's the thing about uh, coaches and mentors. You may find a great one and then they have uh, plateaued. Maybe they're at the plateau and you blow one. You're about to blow past them. That's okay. You don't have to keep them as a coach. Thank them very much and then move on to the next one because you, my friend, you want to be ninja, right? In your skill mastery. And, and I think the next uh, little tip I want to leave you here is uh, create or leverage yourself a support system. It could be, um, you know, a trusted confidant, a parent, a friend, a mother, a brother, father, sister, co-worker, your significant other, someone that cares for you, truly cares for you, that you trust like implicitly and has your back. This trusted confidant is going to be very helpful, even advantageous during your journey to mastering your skill. You're going to want to stay focused with this intimate circle of people right there we're talking you know i talk about the audience and then there's your tribe and i think inside your tribe is this even smaller juntu crew right this small little circle of people uh, that pick you up when you fall and keep you humble when you start blowing the doors off success all right they do both for you they're like they're like they keep you a check right you know who i'm talking about you can almost picture that face yeah you're kind of nodding yeah i know you know exactly who i'm talking about when it comes to your intimate circle number six is focus on desire man you're gonna have to have this strong driving burning fire of desire inside of you 
backed up with that commitment we talked about earlier. I remember George's commitment and intensity uh, to put in the work. You're not going to master anything if you don't put in the work. And mastering an additional strength by realizing that many people before you have been through this and that you can do it too. I know you can. I've done it. In the, in the skills I've chosen to master. So I know you can do it in the skills that you choose to master. And that right leads right into number seven is get flipping expi- inspired, right? You can go out there and find books and, and audio books and, and cassette tapes and CDs and all kinds of other mediums out there of stories that will inspire you. That's one of the reasons I like, uh, I will continue to do the Monday interviews episodes on this podcast because hearing their stories, the things that they've gone through and the turns that they've made in their life inspire me. They're like, you know, ah, wow, you went through something worse than I did. And maybe it's not worse. Maybe it's different, right? But you're like, man, and you still kept going? See, these stories of triumph over obstacles and motivation, uh, they they inspire you. They inspire me. And hopefully uh, you hearing them here inspire you as well. So go out there and find your inspiration, whether it's via this podcast, other podcasts, books, uh, of, of stories, Abraham Lincoln's story, Dr. Martin Luther King's story, George Washington's story, whoever's story that will move you to keep you pushing forward. Find those easy to read books that are all about the little things that add up to your path to success. And the last one I want to leave you with is teach, do, I'm sorry, uh, I, did, I just blew that one completely out of the water. I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm going to leave it in here. The last one I want to leave you with is learn, do, teach, repeat, right? You got to learn it, right? And then you, once you learn it, you have to do it, right? You know, there's that, there's that head knowledge. Okay, I get it. I know that A plus B equals C. Now I've got to get out there and I actually have to physically do it. So now you've got that tactical experience. And then when you teach it, I think it it further ingrains it. And when you're teaching it to someone else, they also ask you questions that you may not have thought of before because that part of it came easy to you. So now you can, you know, further drive that home by answering the questions and, and, broadening your knowledge base um, inside that piece where they ask the question. So learn, do, teach, and repeat. I would even go so far as saying that one of the best ways to learn is to do something. One of the best ways to further that learning is to teach it. And I want you to get obsessed with perfecting your craft through deliberate practice and deliberate teaching. Um, practice with matched intensity. We talked about George, right? Right. That intensity of going after it every day, getting up in the morning before he went to school and practicing, right? That intensity and that commitment that will make all the difference in the skill level that you are at, that you'll be at tomorrow and that you'll be at what a year from now. Yeah. I think 
if you keep all eight of these tips in mind and execute these actions daily and build your momentum and even after you trip stumble bumble fall face plant stand back up that momentum will keep pushing you forward before you know it the needle on your rpm your success rpm register will be pinging into the red line and your confidence will be fueled by that pursuit of mastery that you are going after phew i got a little riled up there (laughs) that's all right all right so there you have it, my Dark Horse friends and family. Now, in our next episode, we're going to chat about the six ironic rules for success in entrepreneurship and probably in life as well. And by the way, if you're looking for someone to help you with your podcast, whether you're looking to launch one, you're think, still thinking about, mm, do I want to do this, right? Uh, whether you already have one and you want help with the probably one of the most tedious pieces of podcasting, which is the editing and the promotion, or you're looking for ways that you can monetize that bad boy, go ahead and reach out to me, Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com, or you can go to darkhorseschooling.com forward slash coaching, fill out the form there and let's chat. I will make sure that you come away from that chat with a success plan. No charge for the chat. If you want my help afterwards, we can talk about that too. But again, that is uh, darkhorseschooling.com forward slash coaching. Let's see how I can be of service to you in helping you start, restart, or kickstart your business, your podcast. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these daily success tips, all these solo episodes, as well as the uh, amazing interview episodes I'm able to bring to you. So make sure you go on down there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star rating, and some kind words in the reviews. Again, go ahead and ask questions, make suggestions in those reviews i read every single one of them and as i mentioned before the subscribe to rating your reviews is your way of telling the podcast platforms out there that you are getting value that they should lift us up in the ratings a little bit so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you so please take a moment show the love and help spread the word all right you get out there you run your race you get your results and then come let me hear about them right i want to celebrate with you until next time Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.